0: This podcast is sponsored by ebookit.com, self-publishing solutions for the independent author and small press. Visit us today at ebookit.com.
1: Welcome to the Toastmasters podcast, the official podcast of Toastmasters International. Hello, everybody. This is Greg Gazin. And I'm Ryan Levesque. Ryan, boomers are more and more heading towards the age of retirement. Now, neither of us are quite there yet but I certainly will get there before you. (laughs) Some may actually end up feeling this loss of purpose because some define themselves by their jobs or they feel perhaps that they're just too old to do new things. But our guest today is decades past the typical retirement age, yet seems unstoppable with what she can accomplish. Almost like the Energizer Bunny or the Duracell Bunny, as it's known in some parts of the world. Ryan, who do we have the pleasure of
0: speaking with today? Today we're speaking with Jean Small. Born in the South American country of Guyana, Jean has taught French in multiple locations, including Nigeria, Australia, Jamaica, and Guyana. As a French teacher, Jean received multiple prestigious awards from the government of France for her contributions, including being named a Knight in the Order of the Academic Palms. Jean retired in 2003 at the age of 68 and then joined a Toastmasters club in Jamaica. In 2021, she joined a club in Haiti to continue practicing her French by giving speeches. At 88 years old today, Jean is one of the Toastmasters highlighted in an article in the March 2023 issue of the Toastmaster magazine called Five Ways to Reinvigorate Yourself After Retirement. Distinguished Toastmaster Jean Small, welcome to the Toastmasters podcast. Welcome.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Many of the Toastmasters we've met over the years have cited a desire to grow their career as the reason they joined Toastmasters. You, on the other hand, joined Toastmasters 20 years ago, after you retired, at the age of 68. Gene, what was your motivation for joining Toastmasters?
2: It was a, quite an accident. I was teaching a class of art. It's well, writing. I was working at the university at that time. There was a doctor in my class who was learning to write articles about these And he asked me, have you ever heard of Toastmasters? So I said, no. Then when he told me about it and he invited me to a meeting of his club, Dynamic Speakers. That was in 2003. So I went along to the meeting And uh, during the meeting, as they often do, they said, would you like to take back in table (laughs) topic? I had never heard of it. But I said, okay, yes. And so they gave me a a question about family. And I made a speech about how family with children is like a house with open windows. The wind, rain and blows in and Revives everyone, and that's what children do. And I spoke. I spoke about my many children and the joy that they brought into my life. I had taken my 11-year-old granddaughter with me to that meeting because I had nowhere to leave her at home with somebody. And on the way back home, she said, "Grandma, you told a lie. You don't have many, many children. You only have one son, who's her father." And I spoke to her about teaching. Well, the important thing about that was that I won the table topics that day, <laughs> and it encouraged me. I said, Oh, that seems to be something I can do and enjoy. And that is what it times me to continue as a toastmaster, to continue to attend the meetings and to take part because I was enjoying making a speech. So that's how it started for me at that first meeting. When I won table topics, and I thought this is something I could do.
1: That's incredible! I didn't make it past twelve seconds, my first table topic. So that's that's <laughs> fantastic, Gene. In the article, you're quoted as saying that you would tell any senior citizen thinking of joining Toastmasters that they would bring their life experience through the speeches they make and share wisdom with a younger generation. I'm just wondering, can you share a particular experience? that you shared, maybe an example that you shared, and how did it impact someone of a younger generation?
2: Well, in my club, when I joined that club, nobody wanted to speak. They had no energy, no, what shall I say, no cluck, no, 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 no courage. They stand up on speech. They were just in the club and going through the program. And then we had this notice about the contest. And nobody wanted to take the contest. And I decided to represent the club. The club had to be part of the contest. And so I I entered. So I did it not because I wanted to win. I did it because I wanted the club to be part of the contest. So that's how I got into the first contest in 2005, to represent the club. But there are many other things in my life I can tell you that I have done at my senior age that have impacted on younger people. And today, everybody in the club says I'm a great inspiration because at my age, I am still going on. I'm still doing speeches. I still take part in club contests. And uh, they're just amazed at my ability to do that. And also now because I have extended myself into doing speeches in French as well. There's nobody else in dynamic speakers who does speeches in two languages. I am the only one who does that. And they think this is something amazing, but it is my career. It's my profession. And I'm just doing it really to improve my work because I teach online now privately that I retired. And so I am getting training and skills from working with my francophone friends in Haiti. And with Toastmasters, you know, you can travel the world. You can go to other club meetings. I have been to a club yeah. meeting, and I read and I've spoken there in French. And they have said, thought that was great. So that to me has been very encouraging at my church, and there is no giving up. (laughs) It is just a number, and once you have the energy and the will, and who you are as a person, you just use that and carry on. And this is how you enjoy life, even as a retiree, because you still have. Your background and all that you have done, and all the people you have met, and all the people you have influenced—it's just wonderful to be able to keep going. And recently, there was a complaint amongst the French teachers here about ten-year-old students, and so I threw it out. I threw out an offer to help whoever wants said, get help, and because of that, the word went around, and somebody told a Jamaican who is in Africa who wanted her daughter to learn French. And so now I am teaching someone in Africa from scratch in French. And that all came out through my professional and through Toastmasters and contacting other members in other clubs. So this is what I would have to tell, retirees. Don't give up. As long as you have your energy, you have your mind, and you have your spirit, Yes, there lot that one can do and enjoy in this life.
1: So that's what you told the, the retirees, but the younger generation, your your incredible wisdom, did that encourage them to speak or did that scare them off a little bit, maybe?
2: <laughs> no, they're very encouraged. And I have four mentees that I work with. I have one mentee who is doing extremely well. He just wrote to me and said he's having a problem with one of his speeches, and this week he would like me to help him, and we do that online, uh, by phone, I get him to send me what he's written, and I make suggestions for improvement, and so on. So, last night, I did an evaluation of a member. In fact, I was asked to evaluate a speech, and she did so well, she went, got the award as the best speaker, but that's not because of me, but I gave her a resounding evaluation for what she had done. So I'm sure I helped her and also all the other people who were listening because I analyzed her speech in such a way that it was a learning experience for everyone who was listening.
0: Wow. Gene, at 88 years old, I think the audience is getting the picture that not only are you a member of Toastmasters, you're an extremely active member. You shared with us about some of what you've done as a mentor, as a participant in speech contests. Can you share a bit about your experience with Pathways? I know you've really embraced the Pathways program.
2: Yes, I, I must confess that I think there is a lot of repetition in Pathways. I am now at my seventh path. Well, I have done an icebreaker several times. Mm -hmm. So I find myself doing many of the same kinds of exercises in pathways from one path to the next. But I choose my path according to whatever it is I want to learn at a particular time. Like when I did enriching humor, I wanted to do that because I don't think I'm a particularly funny person or I don't see the humorous side of life so much. I don't find it very easy to do humorous because I thought I chose that path. I chose the path of strategic relations because I tend to be a loner, I must say, much of a loner as a human being. And I thought, let me do the strategic relations, which is the path I have just started because I want to work more on my relations with people around me. So I choose my path according to what I need at a particular time. But I must confess that making a speech, a beginning, a middle, and a conclusion, I have done that so many times now, that I feel I know that, and I want to explore other things. Recently, I've been writing poetry on my own, and I want to see how I can use that as speeches in my presentations, particularly in French. I've written a few poems in French and as tributes, and they have been very, very appreciated because. If so uh, I, I now want to do a publication or a audio presentation of my curioge mm-hmm. that I did in French to some of my friends. It goes on, it doesn't stop. And I always find new ways of using what I have learned from toast classes to mm-hmm. enhance my own profession and my own career. When I send students, keep on doing at this age. Because I'm not doing, looking now to do another degree. My goodness, I have done three degrees. I've done my doctorate. Now since 2011, I have my doctorate. I'm not looking to do another degree, but to use the knowledge and experience I have, either to help other people, or me, for me to have something creative, more creative now, in the way of speaking and presentations. I love
1: French and English. Well, that's absolutely amazing, Jean. You also achieved your Distinguished Toastmaster designation in, in 2012. I, I want to step back just a little bit. I'm just curious. It, it's obvious you are very accomplished. I mean, you sent us a copy of your of your CV, your resume, and... You have a number of accolades. You studied foreign languages in the mid-50s. You taught French for decades. In fact, you won the French three French awards. You got a Chevalier dans l'Ordre de Palme Academique. so you're a knighthood in the order of the academic palms. You've obviously had success in speaking. You've won speaking awards at the district level in Jamaica and the Caribbean. What I'm curious is that when you made that decision to join the club in Haiti, you were already accomplished. What did you think you could further gain from joining that club?
2: I was with fluency. The man had retired. I was not in the classroom. Now, when you're in the classroom, you're still singing the language from the moment you enter and you greet the students and you conduct the class. And I must tell you that in an English-speaking country, because I'm an humble form, and I'm teaching French in an English speaking country. A lot of the teaching is done in English. And I wanted to be more capable of teaching and expressing myself randomly, fluently, in the language that I'm supposed to be good at. That's what I'm qualified in. But we still in a Rugby phone country. We are still doing a lot of the passing on of information in English. And I wanted to change that. I wanted to be able to do it in the language that I, that is of the language of my profession. The shortest and quickest way to do it. Actually, me, I met a Haitian who had taken part in a meeting in Dynamic Speakers, a meeting, a Jamaica meeting. And I saw him and I fell in love with him, with his voice and his personality. And I wrote to him. And I asked him if I could join his club and he agreed. He said, but you have to attend meetings for three months before we accept you as a member. And I said, no, I can't wait, I can't wait. I'm boiling over with energy. And then he allowed me to join. And so that is how I was able to join uh, that club in Haiti in 2021. And start right away making speeches. Uh, I even tried to form a club, a Toastmasters club in Jamaica, where the French teachers, amongst the French teachers, so they could make speeches in French. Because I know from my own experience that the French teachers in an Anglophone country are not speaking French all the time. They know most of their teaching in English, and I wanted to be different, and I made the effort. I had to find a, a place where I could not in France, is too far away. So I went to Haiti instead.
1: Wow. I'm going to put you on the spot because you've been a Toastmaster for 20 years. Again, you seem to have, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You exude confidence. I'm just wondering, in your journey of the last 20 years in Toastmasters, what's one thing that you learned about yourself that perhaps surprised you?
2: I the one thing I learned is I never knew how to introduce a topic. I want that in Toastmasters Because thinking as a teacher, you know, I have a textbook that I have to teach or a novel I have to teach and I sit down and I study it. But I don't how to introduce it in an interesting way to grab the attention and the love and the excitement of my or the persons who understand. And that, I must say, I learned in Toastmasters because there are particular ways of of establishing the hook, the hook, then dramatic, whatever at the beginning of the speech, emotional energy. I didn't have that at first. I just knew how to give information as a teacher. But to do the exciting thing of creating a book or of telling a personal story or using uh, rhetorical questions and all of those techniques, those of the techniques that I didn't know that I could do that. And know I can do that quite well. I even workshop on it to help other people, other Toastmasters how to open their speeches in a way to grab the attention of the audience from the word go. That
0: I did not know. Wonderful. Gene, I'm imagining someone who might be hearing your story and thinking that they might be interested in joining Toastmasters, but perhaps they're hesitant because they're experiencing some physical or mental challenges. Maybe they worry that they might be a burden to the club. What would you say to someone in that situation?
2: No, I would say to them that in Toastmasters, matters, we are a family and we help each other. We help each other, we get to know each other, we get to know what your difficulties are. We are there to help and I would like to I would speak about the, the system of mentoring. In Haiti I have had the first major experience of a mentor. Let me tell you in Haiti, when I told them that I want to be able to speak fluently in French. My mentor and two guys in that club do everything to give me every opportunity to speak. They move me. They will make an arrangement for me in a sister club, in a club I don't know, and send me over there to speak, to give me an opportunity to speak. And I'm being evaluated here and there and getting tips all the time. So, mentoring is an aspect of Toastmasters that I think. I would promote, I would say that, don't worry, we are there to help you along the way, and to give you the strength and the courage, and to help you to get the confidence to stand up, because some people have never opened their mouth to speak, you know, until they come into Toastmasters, There is the first time they are speaking, I'm not talking about making a grand niche, I'm not talking about being a citation. I'm not talking about doing a keynote speech. I'm talking about simply opening your mouth and saying even something about yourself. Some people have never done that before. I did it once with a young lady who had to do the icebreaker. And when? Because she had to tell us about who she is and what she went through. As a young girl, she cried, cried in front of the audience. Because she was getting to admit of who she is, what she went through, and what she had become at that point. I remember that as a really powerful, changing experience in her life. Because she told me that in the concrete area of where she came from, every young girl does something wrong, though. Never until the best girl is next friend. I put her out in the public. So that we would be really told that people us, very told. And she went through that. And she sort of told us that experience. And after that, it was amazing how she had a new sense of herself that she had gotten over She'd done it that. she got gotten over it. So a lot happens in Toastmasters through speeches like that, where people get to know themselves, get, get confident, and can't I mean, without shame. About their lives and experiences in life. Well, we all have these experiences that sometimes we don't speak about. These speeches give an opportunity. The personal story is one of the most powerful forms of affecting an audience. We like to get into people's lives and so we like stories. Apart from that, we are storytellers. We are all storytellers. And if you can stamp with a story, a personal story, it's a winner. And I would tell people that don't be ashamed. We want to hear, We want to give you an opportunity. Break up because just us, just the serious things that's in your heart causes a change in you.
1: Mentorship is, is wonderful. And obviously, you've helped this young lady with the help of Toastmasters to, to find her voice. It, it's obvious that teaching and helping people learn is just part of your being. In your CV, it says that in 2011, you completed your doctorate, which promotes the application of theatre techniques as the best tool for learning French. I'm curious, Jean, how does that work? And how did you happen to stumble
2: upon that thesis? Because I've done theatre for over 50 years. I've always done theatre. I am a French teacher because my first French teacher, when I was age 11, Made us perform fables of Jean de La Fontaine. You know the fox and the crow? Eyes of the fox. I have a picture of myself at the fox. We had to perform. We had to speak in French in front of my teacher, in front of the class. That's where my theater activity started. I went to university in 1954, and the first thing I did was join the dramatic arts club and i did theater from that time on film i was into my 60s i just yet and recently in the last 10 years i've been doing one woman show where i write a play for myself and i act on strange by myself that's what i'm going for at the present time i do one woman shows And because they don't have plays written for women of my age, I can write for women of my age. And I perform, I direct it, and I perform my own scene, my own performance. I love theater. And I know that it is by doing that you can show that you know and you understand. And my students have to show me what they know. It's performance. Public speaking is performance. But from the moment you stand up, you get some publicity. You go up to the podium. You'll You're be getting a performance. Form. Every new performance, when you speak, there is verbal and there is non-verbal use of gestures. All that I learned in theater. And I apply it now. And I help my mentees and other speakers how to use the non-verbal form of community, which is as powerful as words. So all of course, that is part of who I am. I am very much into the world of theater. I, I would like teachers to know that the theater theater is a, a main technique for getting students to stand up and do whatever they have to do. I also started using puppetry in Jamaica. And perform of theater. And my students loved puppetry. And I started making puppets and teaching people how to make puppets and teaching my students to make puppets and how to use puppets to the puppets technique, And that's the form of theater. And they love it. The children love it. Uh, at the university level, I did plays with students in French. I started a French go forward, club with students. I did it for 15 years. The first one was in 2000, when the university started an inter-campus theater festival, foreign language festival. And I was chosen by the university to lead that group. And I took them to Barbados, I took them to Trinidad to participate in the inter-campus theater festival. And it influenced those students so much that I have a professor at Leeds University in England, who was in my dramatic theater group, and he decided, said that he was so influenced by what I was doing with them through theater, that he was doing in theater. I am very, very happy and very, very content to that. I have done what I could do with what I have. I still do that. I will retire, but I still do that whenever I can. I now teach, I now have fine students online because they've needed somebody who would have the time to talk to them on screen like this. I still enjoy giving, giving to others what I can, which was very for us. And I would tell anybody that who joins Toastmasters because I know it. I had it, and I'm still doing
1: it. Gene, it's obvious that you've illustrated that we learn by doing, and to quote Dr. Ralph Smedley, we also learn best in moments of enjoyment. And, folks, if you've enjoyed this conversation as much as we have, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend. You can find the Toastmasters podcast at toastmasterspodcast.com, toastmasters.org, Google, Apple, Spotify,
0: and everywhere you get your podcasts. Ryan? Jean Small, thank you so much for coming on the show today, for sharing your inspiring story, your passion, and your wisdom with us. And folks, if you'd like to connect with Jean, you can find her on LinkedIn, Jean Small. Uh, Just search for that, and you will find her. And send her your, your questions. Send her your feedback on this episode, if you like. And be sure to check out the article in the March 2023 issue of the Toastmaster magazine that features Gene. It's called Five Ways to Reinvigorate Yourself After Retirement. Continue building on your life experiences with Toastmasters, written by Greg Lewis. You can uh, read more about Gene and several other folks who are featured in the article. Gene, thanks again. It's been a real pleasure. Gene, merci d'avoir pris le
1: temps de nous parler aujourd'hui. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. And vous souhaite tout le meilleur pour votre prochaine aventure en cours. And we certainly wish you the best to your next adventures.
2: I would like to thank Greg and Ryan for having me on the program.
0: Isn't it about time you publish that book you've been thinking about? We can help with that. At ebookit.com, we've been providing authors and small presses with ebook publishing services since 2010. Visit us today at ebookit.com and let us know how we can help you.